A map in a mirror. That's how we can view the life and legacy of Archbishop Fulton Sheen. We can look to Archbishop Sheen's faithful witness to the Lord as a guide, helping us to better share our faith with others. And we can hold up our own faithful witness to the Lord, asking how our lives might better reflect Jesus to a world so in need of Him. Well, I'm Monica Yelly. I am the editor of Mission Magazine, which is the magazine that Archbishop Sheen started. Fulton Sheen had a fire in his belly for the missions, a real burning passion for it that motivated you. My deepest interest in life has been the missions of the church and the society for the propagation of the faith. The Holy Father begs you for sacrifices and offerings, and these he distributes every year to Africa and many other places in the world to do everything to bring souls to Christ. To find out more about the faithful witness of Archbishop Fulton Sheen, visit FultonSheenMission.org. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Cross and the Crib radio podcast, a program where we feature the writings of the Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Over many years, Bishop Sheen wrote a number of reflections pertaining to the seven last words our Lord spoke from the cross. It is my desire that this reflection will awaken in you a love for the passion of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, while at the same time giving you the desire to practice virtue. Today's reflection is taken from Bishop Sheen's writings from 1945, when he penned the book Seven Words of Jesus and Mary. So today's reflection will be entitled, The Value of Ignorance. Bishop Sheen writes, Think not, then, that in order to know life you must experience evil. Is a doctor wiser because he is prostrate with disease? Do we know cleanliness by living in sewers? Do we know education by experiencing stupidity? Do we know peace by fighting? Do we know the joys of vision by being blinded? Do you become a better pianist by hitting the wrong keys? You do not need to get drunk to know what drunkenness is. Do not excuse yourself by saying temptations are too strong or good people do not know what temptation is. The good know more about the strength of temptations than those who fall. How do you know how strong the current of a river is? By swimming with the current or by swimming against the current? How do you know how strong the enemy is in battle? By being captured or by conquering? How can you know the strength of temptation unless you overcome it? Our blessed Lord really understands the power of temptation better than anyone because he overcame the temptations of Satan. The great fallacy of modern education 
is the assumption that the reason there is evil in the world is because there is ignorance, and that if we pour more facts in the minds of the young, we will make them better. If this were true, we should be the most virtuous people in the history of the world, because we are the best educated. The facts, however, point the other way. Never before has there been so much education, and never before so little coming to the knowledge of the truth. We forget that ignorance is better than error. Science is not wisdom. Much of modern education is making the mind skeptical about the wisdom of God. The young are not born skeptics, but a false education can make them skeptical. The modern world is dying of skeptic poisoning. The fallacy of sex education is assuming that if children know the evil effects of certain acts, they will abstain from those acts. It is argued that if you knew there was typhoid fever in a house, you would not go into that house. But what these educators forget is that sex appeal is not at all like the typhoid fever appeal. No person has an urge to break down the doors of a typhoid patient, but the same cannot be said about sex. There is a sex impulse, but there is no typhoid instinct. Sex wisdom does not necessarily make one wise. It can make one desire the evil, particularly when we learn that the evil effects can be avoided. Sex hygiene is not morality. Soap is not the same as virtue. Badness comes not from our ignorance of knowing, but from our perversity of doing. That is why in our Catholic schools, we train and discipline the will as well as inform the intellect, because we know that character is in our choices, not in our knowing. All of us have already known enough to be good, even before we start to school. What we have to learn is how to do better. If we forget the burden of our fallen nature, and the accumulative proneness to evil that comes from submitting to it, we soon become chained, as Samson was, and all the education in the world cannot break those chains. Education may conceivably rationalize the chains and make us believe they are charms, but only the effort of the will, plus the grace of God, can free us from their servitude. Without those two energies, we will never do one jot or title beyond that which we have already done. Train your children and yourself, then, in the true wisdom, which is the knowledge of God, and in the ignorance of the things that are evil. The unknown is the undesired. To be ignorant of wickedness is not to desire it. There are no joys like innocence. These words penned by Fulton J. Sheen in the year 1945 from the book Seven Words of Jesus and Mary. Maybe you could ponder today 
the grace and the gift of not knowing. As Mary said, I know not man. And our Lord said from the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. There is a beauty in not knowing. How many of us would say, I wish I never had or known my first drink. I wish I had never known what it was to steal my first dollar. This beauty of loving innocence, there is something very special about not knowing. I want to thank you for joining me for this edition of The Cross and the Crib. And until next time we meet, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you kindly and bring you peace.